Welcome to One More Chapter, a Which Was Better bi-weekly book chat hosted by me, Lisa, and the amazing Dory. Every other week, we are going to chat about what we read, what we are reading, and what we're excited to read with a few other bits thrown in here and there. Will there be opinions? Obviously. Will there be sex talk? Always. And will there be drinking? Most <laughs> likely. So grab a drink, settle in, and let's talk some books. Hey, Dory. Hi. Hi. What an intro. I know, right? I'm like, let me just throw it out there right out front that we're going to be talking about sex. <laughs> so there's no question. Get ready. <laughs> yes. Get yourself a cold or even a hot beverage, whatever it is that you choose. It doesn't have to be alcoholic, whatever it is that, you know, you want to settle in with and yeah, whatever, whatever is comforting to you, grab it and take a sip. I went ahead and made this giant. I don't know if you can see it. This giant. Wow. Okay. I wanted a tiny, (laughs) I wanted a tiny screwdriver just a little vodka, a little orange juice, and I got the heavy hand. And wow. it ended up way bigger than I thought it was going to be. And now I don't know what to do with it because there's no way I'm drinking all of this. Like, <laughs> Friends, I wish you could see this. This is like a giant... <laughs> jar <laughs> it looks like you're looks like you're just throwing back moonshine like straight out of the jar <laughs> it really is it's a ball glass jar like a canning jar but I it's poured... a big it's one of the big ones it's not a regular <laughs> beverage size because I drink water out of those that's a lot and I am proud <laughs> and also scared <laughs> I'm not finishing this. I was like, oh, I I filled it up with orange juice. And I'm like, okay, great. And I'll come downstairs because we have a bar down in the basement where I record. And I was like, I'll throw some vodka in there. And then I was like, you know what? This is too much. (laughs) But it was too late. (laughs) I was was already in it. (laughs) By the time I put out the little, uh, got out the little shot glass, you know, the little silver one that the bartender mm-hmm. used like and I went to pour it I was like okay this was a mistake but it's <laughs> too late now listen you still need to enjoy that every sip it looks delicious well it is good but I can't drink it all because I'm supposed to run again tomorrow <laughs> and I'm like what was I thinking I just wanted a little bit and now I have this mason jar full but okay <laughs> Hold, please. This is my fault. I forgot Hi, to give Zero. him his treat. Hold on. Pause. <laughs> well, that's okay. So, okay. where were we? It's time for another session of Get to Know Our Shelves. And are you ready Yay. for this? I'm ready. Because I have a deep question for you this week. One okay, that I'm has ready. been bothering me and it's, it's it's almost painful and the question is about reading slumps or book slumps it's a two-part question mm-hmm. one do you get those and two how do you get out of them I do have book slumps um I feel like I usually have two or three a year where I just go through 
weeks of not being able to finish a book. I'll start a bunch of books and I just can't finish. And it's rarely, if ever, about the book because lots of these books are about are by authors I love. Lots of these books are books that like I have been anticipating reading. And normally it's about me. Um, either I'm super stressed or and something's on my mind and I just can't get into a book or I'm really exhausted. And so reading is harder, but yeah, I get into book slumps pretty regularly. When I get into a romance slump specifically, I read all of Julie James's books (laughs) and then I'm out of the slump. Um, (laughs) I wish I was kidding. I'm not. I love her. She's my favorite romance author. And I usually read my favorite book of hers, and then I end up reading the entire series of books that that book is in, and then I'm back in business, baby. It's like a <laughs> it's like a three week extravaganza. So basically, you reread an old favorite to get the old yep, like the old pilot light relit. Basically, yep, yeah. I read a favorite, and I usually listen. I don't. I listen to it on audio. I don't read it. Um, oh, I'll that's listen a good to idea. Them. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to them because I really love the narrator of those books. Um, Karen White narrates all of Julie James's books. And I love her voice. I think she's great on audio. So I'll listen when I'm walking the dog. And it just gets me back into, I think it just brings me back to like, this is why I love romance. This is why it makes me so happy. I love these books so much. And then I'm usually, and I usually reread that series. Like I said, I have a reading slump two or three times a year. And I usually reread that series, the entire series, at least once a year. But I re- reread books in her FBI U.S. Attorney series, like, a couple times throughout the year or so. And I think it matches up to when I'm slumping. Okay. So that's a good tip. Um, I hadn't thought about that. You know, usually what I try and do is I try and switch genres. Cause usually, I mean, mm-hmm. if I'm in a, if I'm in a slump, it's, you know, a romance slump, then I'll try and read, you know, cozy mysteries or a thriller or something with murder mm-hmm. in it and vice versa. If I'm reading a bunch of thrillers or a bunch of, you know, cause I love a good um, unreliable narrator, but mm-hmm. after a while it's kind of like too much. And I need to go back to like, you know, the sweet and the romantic, you know, that whole thing. So I try and flip up, but that's a good idea. Maybe I'll try. Um, cause I'm in one now I'm in one deep and I wanted to ask your opinion on that. Do you think there's a difference between a book slump and a book hangover? Because mm-hmm. normally when I read something really good, like neon gods, I'm in a book hangover and I don't want to read anything for a few days. Cause I just want to bask in the, you know, just, perfectness Mm -hmm. of what I just finished but then I find something else and I'm like okay let's go but a book slump is I'm like you like you just said I can't finish anything and it's not because these books aren't good and then I feel bad because I'm like I'm not giving these books a fair shake because I'm just Uh I can't focus and I'm just not getting into the stories and I'm like is it the I don't think it's the book because Uh And so I'm in it, y'all. I'm in a reading slump and I hate it. (laughs) 
I totally agree with you. I feel like a book hangover is where like I don't want to read anything else. Like I'm still thinking about that book I just read. I don't I still want I still want to be in the world of that book. And I'm not ready to take on a different world. And that like you that usually lasts a week, maybe a week and a half. Um two weeks if it's really good. Um <laughs> but it's like, I don't even want to start a book for me. A book slump is like, I'm starting a new book every few days. I'm getting halfway. And it's like, sometimes I will get really far through like halfway through and I'll put it down because, and it's not because I'm not enjoying it or the author, but like my head's just not right. My head's not in the game. So, and then I have, I, you know, I come back to books that I don't finish in a slump. Um, I'm very specific about that. I'm like, I'm not going to forget. I'm not going to forget about you book. I just had a rough few weeks, but yeah, I switched to an old favorite and cause I just, those have yet to fail me. My favorite, like, Julie James books have yet to fail me. I have yet to pick them up or start them on audio and not been able to get through it. Like, I always want to finish those books. So if you have any of those books that are just, like, your faves that you reread often, or even if you just reread, like, parts of it, because I'm a big scene rereader, too, um... Give that a shot. But I don't know. It sucks to be in a book slump when you're a huge reader because you I want to it. be reading. Yeah. Yes. Do you have any idea what brought it on? Well, I want to blame, you know, Katie Robert and Neon Gods. I do. Thank you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's a combination of really loving that book and starting something right after it when I was still very much in that world. Mm. And then, yeah, work has really ramped up and it's been stressful. And, you know, just a couple of other like personal things that are happening. Yeah, I think I just I think I have too much on my mind. And I think I just need to get yeah. to, the, to the part where things are balancing out and I can, you know, pick up those titles again because everything's mocking me you know my bedside table with my current reads and my kindle (laughs) they're all just sitting there mocking me like oh you're gonna watch more Mm -hmm. youtube instead of picking us up okay great (laughs) i know but i also think it's okay to like and also really necessary to kind of not be able to read for a minute and you just binge Virgin River and you don't and you're not reading books like you need to switch it up sometimes, you know, yes. and but I've I've been there. I've been I had a really hard time. Um, right. But it wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't the beginning of the pandemic, but it was right before. So it was probably the end of 2019, very, very early 2020. I was in a major, major book rut. Um, I couldn't finish anything. Um, I had just and I had just um, finished all of Julie James's books. I read the entire series again and I was still like. Okay, but I still I had no problem reading all of her books, but I still didn't want to read anything new. 
And what helped that time was I switched genres and read a genre that I never had really been into before. And that helped. I started I started reading Cressley Cole's series. Okay. Um, Immortals yep. After Dark. So I went like hard contemporary <laughs> to like hard paranormal, like serious right. paranormal. And that helped a lot. Maybe that's what I need. Maybe I need a very long deep dive series to get into. So that way, because you know that it's yeah. you're going to be in it for a while. And maybe that's the problem mm-hmm. is that I'm just trying to think through this because I'm like, why? Why is it that I get into these things? I mean, I'm an avid reader and I like lots of, you know, lots of books and <laughs> the reading mm-hmm. slumps are the worst. <laughs> They're really but, tough. They're very yeah. hard. And I just, I feel defeated right now. I feel like I'm not a reader and I hate that feeling. So, Lisa, do not <laughs> say that about yourself. You are a reader. You are a romance aficionado. I'm we a have strong... a freaking podcast about it. <laughs> I'm a strong screwdriver maker. So there you go. <laughs> Different You're successes. a drinker. Exactly. Listen, you'll get out of this. You'll get out of this slump. It happens try those things i <laughs> try those things i mentioned read an old old favorite or do a major intense genre like an intense subgenre switch and see if that helps if not okay. come back to me and we'll figure out another prescription for you okay. another prescription i love that okay so i'll report back next time i have my homework and i'll report back so instead of being Debbie Downer about all of the reading slumps, why don't you tell me what you've read so I can live vicariously through you? What have you been reading? <laughs> well, speaking of series, I um, I read, I finished the the last book in um, the Bare Knuckle Bastard series by Sarah McLean. Yes. Of which I saw you bought during your used book. Yes. bought Wicked in the Wallflower, which is amazing. Um, Daring in the Duke is the third and final book. It came out last summer and I refused to read it. <laughs> I, ref- <laughs> I refused to read it because I didn't want the series to be over. And that's something I do pretty often. Like, if I love a series, I do not want it to be over. And so I will refuse to read that last book until the very last second. Yeah. And uh, Sarah McLean has a new series that comes out. First book, Bombshell, comes out in August. So I really, I really took it down to the wire. So I was reading this <laughs> one in July, finishing the last series to get ready for her Hell's Bell series, um, which starts in August. And so I finally finished Daring in the, in the Duke. I hated to say goodbye. It was a really bittersweet experience. The book was great. It was um, a fitting end to that series. But man, I was sad to say goodbye. Yeah. Um, but I am going to read the synopsis okay. um, for Daring in the Duke. But I'm going to preface this by saying if you if this book sounds interesting to you, read the series. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved this book and I think that you would love this book even if you read it as a standalone. 
but you would love it even more if you knew what it took to get to this point. And the two other books are excellent. The two books before it are excellent. So if this sounds like it might be your jam, I'd read the whole series. So just, you know, disclaimer. So here's the synopsis. Grace Condry has spent a lifetime running from her past. Betrayed as a child by her only love and raised on the streets, she now hides in plain sight as queen of London's darkest corners. Grace has a sharp mind and a powerful right hook and has never met an enemy she could not best. I love that. Until the man she once loved returns. Single-minded and ruthless, Ewan, Duke of Marwick, has spent a decade searching for the woman he never stopped loving. A long-ago gamble may have lost her forever, but Ewan will go to any lengths to win Grace back and make her his duchess. So... It is <laughs> Lisa's face. <laughs> Maybe that'll so bring these... me out my reading slip. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So these characters knew each other in childhood. They have a very um, challenging past to get through. And I love a grand gesture from a hero and I was wondering how McLean was going to land this plane because Ewan is a tough character to like, I felt a pretty tough character to redeem. He's in the first two books and you'll see why when you read the series. Um, but man, he, <laughs> there's a, there's a grand gesture at the end that I was just like <gasps> gasping and just obsessed. So Stop. I love a grand gesture. Damn it. Yeah. That it really old. comes to a point where he's like, what am I going to do? Like, what can I do to make this woman mine? And Oh my God. Yeah. I would, I mean, Give give Wicked and the Wallflower a shot. It's great. I love the hero in that book. His name is Devil. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. And then okay. that one's really good. The second book is Brazen and the Beast. Hands down my favorite of the series. Like the first <laughs> the first chapter of that book is wild. <laughs> it involves a crazy carriage ride, a brothel, mistaken identity. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. So read okay. Raisin and the Beast too. I've Hattie got all three. is a great heroine. You need to read. Give it a shot. Um, it's a great series, especially as we approach the release of Bombshell. <gasps> yes, which we yeah. need to read together. We do, do need to read. like book club that. Yeah. Yes. So I read that. And let me pull up my Kindle because I forgot what else I read. Okay. Let's check. What else did I read? Oh, so I read Can't Help Falling by Kara Baston or Baston. Yes. I don't know how to say her last name. This is a contemporary. It is about, um, it takes place in New York. The main character is a psychic which I loved. <laughs> She's yeah. a psychic and she falls in love with this sports writer. It is a very slow burn. These two are in the same group of friends. Yeah. It's just like 
you are like itching for them to get together by the end. You're like, please just get together. Please just get together. I love it. it. Yes. It is a very slow burn. Um, And they're in the same, they have the same friend group and they have a, he, the hero asks the heroine out (laughs) early in the book. He's attracted to her. He asks her out and she shoots him down. And when I say she shoots him down, it is like rips him apart. It's not just a no, thank you. I'm not interested. It is like cuts him to his soul. (laughs) And then (laughs) he doesn't talk to her for months. He's like, well, well, I know he like. He starts avoiding her at group events like but there are reasons of course there are romance reasons for all of this and what happens is he has a younger sister he ends up having to um, be her guardian and the younger sister really connects with the heroine and so through that the heroine is kind of brought back into their life and it is a very slow burn and there are lots of soft, sweet moments where these two people who got off on the wrong foot start seeing each other in a new light. And it's really beautiful. It's really beautiful. Highly recommend. <laughs> you just said one of the things you just said something that I'm like, that's forever now in my vocabulary uh, for romance reasons, things happen for romance reasons. Okay, for romance I love it. reasons. I got that from um, the Faded Mates podcast. Whenever they have to explain something, like it, it doesn't matter. It's romance reasons, you know. Like they <laughs> they hated each other reasons. for romance reasons. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, now it's part of my vocabulary as well. So thanks, Faded Mates. Right. It's a good one, right? It is a good one. You need it. I wrote it down. So I read that book. I wrote it down on my sticky note with Julie James as well. (laughs) Yes. So I have it on my sticky note. (laughs) I'm going to go on a tangent for a minute about Julie James. And (laughs) I'm ready. I'm I'm just going to do it. So the book I think you should read at some point is to start with is... Suddenly One Summer. Okay. Let me check that title. Um, yeah, Suddenly One Summer. This, not Suddenly One Summer. That's my favorite. That is my, that is my favorite Julie James book. It's um, the first book of hers I ever read. It is not my favorite. I mean, it's my favorite, but it's not the best. You know how sometimes you have favorites, but then there's also you see why something is better and considered the best. Yes. So the one in the series right before this is It Happened One Wedding. And I think that It Happened One Wedding is one of the best contemporary, contemporary romances I've ever read. Um, It is about a woman who, (laughs) oh my gosh, maybe I have a type. So there's, (laughs) I'm just now, (laughs) I'm just now 
not I'm just not putting this together. <laughs> but it happened one wedding starts with the hero asking out the heroine. He he <laughs> He encounters her. I'm this is just dawning on me. He encounters her in a coffee shop, asks her out, and she shoots him down. She's not very nice about it. And this is the premise. It's so good. So there so I'm just gonna spill this. Oh my gosh. So the main character character Sydney is in a coffee shop shop on a first date. Okay. The guy is talking the whole time, not letting her get a word in edge edgewise. She's just like politely nodding. And our hero, Vaughn Roberts, sees this bad date. And he, if you've ever, you know, been at a restaurant or a bar and you watch a bad, you know, like you can just tell. Yes. Like, this is a bad first date that I'm witnessing. So he's watching it and he is like, I got to see what this girl, what this lady's going to do, because this jerk is the worst. So he's watching their date the whole time. And she shoots him down. Sydney shoots her date down politely. And then Vaughn, who is a ladies man, a real ladies man, he's an FBI agent, saunters up and thinks he's like, I'm just going to be charming and ask her out after that disaster of a date. So he saunters up asks her out and she's like no i know your type (laughs) not interested they leave 15 minutes later they show up at the same restaurant because their siblings are engaged oh my gosh (laughs) and this is their first time meeting okay oh my gosh so immediately after that incident they have to figure out how they're going to deal with each other because mm-hmm. they are in this wedding together. They are planning it. They are in it. And it is one of the best contemporary romances I have ever read in my life. It is so good. I think Julie James is underrated. It's just like, oh my goodness. It's so good. Okay. It's so good. I'm adding, that to my list. I'm adding that to my list of reading slump possibilities. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I like a good, I like a good slow burn because mostly I just like the agony of it all. The, you know, UST, the unresolved sexual tension, the, all of that, just the buildup. And I like everybody pining for one another. Yeah. I like basically everybody to be really upset the whole time (laughs) yeah i mean and that's what both of these kind of are like it happened one wedding is less of a slow burn but they are at each other's throats at the beginning of the book i do like all of julie james heroines are super snarky and sarcastic which i appreciate and What I love is that most of the conflict in this book is really internal with the characters. Like they have Mm -hmm. to get through their own hangups before they can be together. It's less of external conflicts, you know, and I really enjoy how she wrote that and how she worked it in. And like, 
Listen, everything I I didn't spoil anything. Right. Everything I told you, just told you guys, is in the first freaking chapter. It's like the first ten pages <laughs> of the book. This happens. Um, and the okay. real joy of the book is watching. Like, okay, how do these two characters who had this horrible first interaction? How do they find their way to each other? And how do they? help each other because they're all they're both kind of going through some things yeah um but i think it's julie james's best book um and it's great and i love her and i mean she's who made me a romance reader like she wasn't my first romance book author but like man she's who made me like okay i'm obsessed with this genre i'm in it to win it I want to read more books like this. I often think to myself, what would a Julie James heroine do in different <laughs> situations in my life? I love um, that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think about it all the time. Cause she writes these like super competent, confident, successful women who just are badasses and like, there's a scene in it happened one wedding where she's um, Sydney's a like hedge fund manager or something. Uh-huh. And she's managing like, I don't know, a cri- like a huge fund. And Vaughn is like, aren't you worried about like handling all that money? And she's like, no, this is what I do. I'm good at it. I've got this. And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not nervous. You're all over it. You're talented. Yes, Sydney. So I've yeah, looked it up. I often ask myself. I got it right here. Okay. I got it so up good. here. I got it on my phone. Okay. You're helping me. You're giving me all kinds of ways to get out of the screen slip, and I, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm trying, my friend. I'm trying. <laughs> all right. I've what else you got? There. What else have you read? Um, I think that's it. Okay. Um. I had a bit of a slow week, so I think that's it. Um, Yeah, I think that's it for romances, but hopefully next week or next time we're together, um, I'll have some more books to report on. I'm very excited for It Happened One Wedding, which not It Happened One Wedding, for um, It It Happened happened One one summer. Summer. Yes. This That's coming what I Tuesday. Can't wait for. I know I want to take off I work know. for it, but I won't. Did you pre-order um, it? Yes. Yes. I pre-ordered the audio and the physical book. Right. I wanted I it to come like a gift. Yeah. I pre-ordered the Kindle because I just wanted to show up. But then I'm gonna probably get the like physical book. Speaking okay, so because I didn't really read anything this week, can I talk about the books I bought? <laughs> Yes, tell me. Those are two different things. <laughs> um, because I went to, okay, first of all, I went to New York for Pride Week, uh, Pride Weekend, which was awesome. But while I was there, um, I went down to Pride Fest over in um, Union Square, which the Strand is right there. So I popped into the Strand and I found one of my favorite books of all time. It's not a romance. It's a <gasps> YA book. But one of my favorite books of all, 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 all time. I read it every year. I read it every fall because in the fall I like to cry. I don't know why. But I like to cry and this book makes me cry (laughs) in the best way. 
It's called Jellico Road. Your tears fall like the leaves. Seriously. And I just love it. When the weather gets cold and I'm in sweaters and everything, I just want to be like, I don't know. I just, I want to feel things. And so I pick up Jellico Road by Melina Marchetta. And it's a YA book um, set in Australia for a um, young woman. She's in... um, you know, I always screw this up because, you know, U.S. schools are K through 12 and in other countries there's something different. So she's like year 11. I don't know what that translates to U.S. schools because I'm just goofy. Um, but, you know, she doesn't have her mom. She's staying with this um, with this woman who her mom her mom basically like dumps her off at like a gas station or like a 7-Eleven and just takes off. And it's the story of um, her trying to find her mom and come to terms with basically like how she's there and these dreams that she has about this boy in the tree and this woman who's been taking care of her since her mom dumped her, she disappears. And then there's, there's all this. Yeah. It's, it sounds like a mystery, but it's not. I know it sounds very convoluted, but Melina Marchetta can layer a damn story on you. She can bring together all of these threads in the most beautiful, heartbreaking, just, you sit there and you're like, oh my God, how did she do this? <laughs> um, but it's it's set against this backdrop of this boarding school and there's these three, you know, factions I guess you could say the boarding school and then the townies which are the kids that live in Jellico and then the cadets because this um like military school will come like for six weeks and set up camp there and go through like military drills and stuff like that but all three of them when they're all at the same area at the same time have this war these territory wars and it's that and the main character her name is Taylor Markham finding out about her past and her mom and like all these kids that were there at the school it's the story is very layered and it's very complicated but it's so beautiful and so anyways I say all that because um it got re-released in a new U.S. paperback version back in April and I kind of forgot even though it's one of my favorite books and I'm standing Mm -hmm. there on the strand and I'm with my kids and we're in the YA section and I saw it and I went oh my god and I think my I think one of my kids (laughs) I feel sorry. I feel bad. They were talking to me about something. I went, oh, my God. And I just walked away because I saw the book and I grabbed it. And I was like, <gasps> and there was one copy left. And I was like, oh, my Quiet God. So, kid. <laughs> yeah. And then I turned around. I was like, I'm so sorry. And they were like, it's fine. <laughs> we get it. It's fine. But so I got that. Jellico Road. I bought that. And then um, I went to... Uh, Barnes and Noble on Monday because it was my birthday and um, I had a little gifty card. Happy birthday. Thank you. I had a little gifty card and I went to see if maybe, maybe I could look out and they put It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey, the one that we're very excited about. I thought, what if they put it out early? And what if I found a copy? And what if I just got it? (laughs) And so I went looking and of course it's not out early, but you know what was out early? For some reason, this what? particular Barnes and Noble broke the street date and put out a whole week and a half early uh, the new Hallmark book from no Piper Hughley, Sweet Tea. I already got it. Yep. Sweet Tea. I got it. I mean, I have the advanced reader copy and I'm going to post my review next week. And so, yeah, but I saw it there for real and I was like, oh, it's out early because it's not supposed to come out till 
the 13th. But it was already Somebody on the made shelves. a mistake. They did. Your and win. I benefited it. I benefited from it. So I bought it. So I have it. It's so oh, that's pretty. That's awesome. The cover is so pretty. And I just, I it's just love it. It's a beautiful cover. It's a beautiful cover. I just love it. And I don't want to talk about it yet because I'm going to write the review and it's going to come out on Tuesday. But you guys, y'all be ready. Y'all be ready. Um, so I bought that and then I bought, <laughs> I need to get off Twitter during the day because that's when everybody gives their book recs and then I'm just one click and stuff. Um, so I bought, um, it's called Brutal Prince, an enemies to lovers mafia romance. Oh boy. Sign me go. up. It's a Kindle Unlimited. It's birth, It's book one of six of the series is Brutal Birthright. It's Irish Mafia. It's um, a woman who really makes him mad and they have to enter a marriage pact to make the families like, you know be okay with each other and Ugh. they refute and they're just they hate each other and they're mean and then of course they fall in love so i got that i got i want to do these in order because i want i want to hear your reaction to the last one i got oh i think i sent you this cover this can't catch me cover by elect alexandra warren it's that football player where he's mm -hmm. shirtless. And I think I texted to you. Mm -hmm. I was like, have you seen this cover? Yeah, I finally picked that one up. Mm -hmm. I got that one. Um, it's a Houston Skyhawks mm -hmm. book number Delicious. one. <laughs> Listen, this cover, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know who designed this cover, but congratulations to you because you did it. You did it. I wasn't ready. His skin is just like, it's a shirtless guy. His skin is just like glowing. And the beard. Ooh, I yes. mean, I was not ready. It's a great I, cover. I remember the cover reveal on Twitter and I clicked on it and I was like, <gasps> I was not prepared. And I think I texted you immediately. I was like, have you seen this? Because <laughs> I couldn't help it. And I had not. And my eyes <laughs> popped out of my head. So it's on Kindle Unlimited, and if not, it's five ninety nine on you know on Kindle. But I picked up the unlimited copy because I got my Kindle Unlimited account back. Um, so it's about a woman named Brianna Hayes. She can't seem to catch a break. The job offer she was expecting after taking an unpaid internship at a major shoe company didn't come through. The friend who offered her a place to stay suddenly says, get out. She's forced to move back home. And she runs into her former best friend who's only gotten fine with time. And based on this cover, correct. He has. And the... <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so the the um the guy in it is Lance Hawkins. He's his okay, and this is where I'm like, okay, I have to push aside all my sports background because it's his sixth season as a starting linebacker for his hometown Houston Skyhawks, and he's looking forward to another year. And he discovers that the girl he once considered his best friend is back in the city, and he quickly finds himself intrigued by her after seeing how attractive she's gotten i'm like oh you didn't like her before <laughs> no mm -hmm. um we so, got questions sir yeah so they um you know of course they start talking again they start hanging out of course all those sparks start flying again so basically i bought it for the cover but 
because yes no i'm just kidding he the story i you know i like the idea of it i just need i know i need to put aside my sports background because sports romance novels are usually not my jam just because i get too caught up in the (laughs) in the sports details but i'm gonna try this one because i've heard nothing but great things about it and then I saw. I'm glad. Yes, and then I saw Rebecca Witherspoon announce that her um, Sugar Baby series, like these little novellas, set of three novellas, were on sale for 99 cents each. So I bought all three of those, and it's exactly what it sounds like: Mm -hmm. a sugar daddy. Um, Kayla Davis is desperate. She's out of money, or no, she's out of work. She's almost out of money. And she caves to her roommate's suggestion and and decides to join Arrangements, an online dating site that matches young women with older men of a certain tax bracket. So book one is about, (laughs) uh, yes, book one is about meeting Michael Bradbury, an internet billionaire and stone cold salt and pepper fox, which is just how I like them. So uh, the book one is <laughs> <laughs> book one is them meeting book two and I'm not giving anything away because this is the description book two is about them getting engaged and then book three is about them getting married and maybe some little tiny babies coming so I got those three and then the final one that I got and I blame you entirely because you sent it to me today and I one clicked on it. It was the inmates (laughs) obsession. (laughs) I can't believe you brought it up. Oh my God. So I did. I one clicked it. See, this is that screwdriver. This is that screwdriver taking over. I cannot believe you brought this up. That was supposed to be our little secret. Well, then I'll cut it out. Don't listen to us. I'll just cut this part out. No. No, do not cut this out. We're gonna talk about it since you brought it up. Talk about the cover. Okay. We don't have okay. Well, the cover listen. The cover itself, you got to be careful. You can't just pull out this cover anywhere. You got to know your audience before you just <laughs> before you just take this one out Fully of the old. Choked on my drink when <laughs> when Lisa said you can't pull this cover out just anywhere. <laughs> you got to be careful, okay. <laughs> Can't just take this one out of the old knapsack. I love that you brought this up. (laughs) I love that you brought this one up because I think it just shows the range of our reading. Okay. Um, Okay. This book. Yeah. (laughs) It's the inmate's obsession. The synopsis. Okay, I'll read it. Because if you're wondering, (laughs) inmate, you mean like prison? Yes, yes, we do. We mean prison, and. I'm into it. So <laughs> it sounds so good. Okay, I need y'all to like if you are if you're listening right now, just stop what you're doing. Don't eat anything. Don't drink anything. Just take a minute. Cause here it is. When Sienna O'Neill's father ends up behind bars, she's all alone in the world. 
Visiting him at prison is all she has left, but when a fight breaks out and she's the target, she doesn't expect to be rescued by another inmate. Already, I'm in. Already, I am in. Done. Kai Tupola? Tupola. Okay, I'm sorry. Tupola, I'm just going to say that. And if anybody has corrections, please let me know has learned to go without while in prison. Now you might reader wonder what <laughs> we're going without, but I think I think you know. I think you can probably we're not talking about ramen noodles, okay? <laughs> but one look at the pretty brunette and he won't be denied. How much would it cost to have the guards turn their back? Claiming her in his cell wasn't isn't ideal, but he'll do whatever it takes to get what he wants. Y'all <laughs> The speed in which I hit one click by. <laughs> and when I say that I recorded it and then I sent the recording of me purchasing it to Dory, I did. I did. And it delighted me to no end, you guys. I saw this book pass through my Instagram feed and I mean, I got it. Like when <laughs> when they said in the synopsis claiming her in his cell isn't ideal i was like i'm reading this <laughs> there's no I'm way you this. can't you gotta read it like it just sounds so delightfully wild and crazy and i'm sure I it's gonna it. be hot as hell this is an alexa riley book and if you don't know alexa riley they write oh, it's two friends I believe it's two friends and they write a lot of very hot, 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 short books. So if you just need a little, you know, little, little treat. That's what I'm looking at. I want to see the page length on this thing. So I'm pulling it up now because I just want to see how many pages this is because it's 13 chapters. Oh, there's an epilogue. There's always an epilogue, girl. So, look, you can read this in a real clean, like, tight one afternoon sit down read. Mm -hmm. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's what I need. But I did it. I was like, uh, listen, you said inmate and you said cell. Yeah. Doing it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad that you bought it. I was like, this is going to make Lisa laugh. I don't know if she's going to be into this, but I'm buying this book. And next thing I know, I've got a video of her one clicking. <laughs> I'm like, done. And I you mean, know that what's man funny is, on the cover. Uh, yeah, I was insane. like insane. And where I sit right now at work, because I sit up front because it's kind of secluded because with COVID, we're trying to get spread out. So I took the very front, like the receptionist. There's an actual camera over my back <laughs> that Is records there? who comes in and out of the door. And if you look close enough, you can see what's on my screen. So at some point, somebody saw me one clicking that while at work where I was like, oh, yeah. Click. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, that oh. makes it even better. Yeah. They're like, oh, Lisa in the old Connecticut office like some inmates with obsessions well, well, well. <laughs> no shame in what you read no, no this is a no shame zone 
That's right. That's right. Get into it. Get into this book. I I mean, I'll probably read it this weekend. I dare you. This might be the one that pulls you out of your slump. Man, that'd be awesome. And then when people ask me, I can be like, inmates, that's what pulled me out. What do you mean inmates? Exactly what I said. Inmates, prison inmates. That's what pulled me out of my reading slump. Prison inmates. Done. Boning in a cell. That's That's what pulled me out. Which I think we talked about this before offline at one point. You know, there was another. Well, he got out. It's not like he was still in jail. (laughs) But that Kara McKenna book where he gets paroled and he goes and finds the nurse that was working in the the prison with him. That's a good one. Lisa, you are really turning me into a prison romance <laughs> bitch. Who knew? I'm just going to say it. Who knew? Like you are making all of this sound real enticing. They I have think some I'm never going to be there. the same again. Yeah, they have some moments in the prison, you know. Maybe that's okay. You were saying to read something that I like familiar that I enjoy. Maybe I need to reread Kara McKenna mm-hmm. because her books whoop, I do love them. Give it a shot. That's the other thing. You never know what's going to bring you out of the slump. So sometimes you just have to start throwing solutions at it and seeing what works. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm looking at her catalog right now that I have in my Kindle and I'm like, yeah, I could do that. I but could I go back to I personally feel that this inmate book by Alexa Riley is where you need to start. Okay. And then I'll tell you, oh yeah, the one by Kara McKenna. Remember I told you and you started laughing, it's called Hard Time. (laughs) 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 It's such a great title. Perfect title. (laughs) It really is. Perfect title. I always forget the name of it and then I'm like, oh yeah, Hard Hard time. Time. It's a good one. Lisa, this is amazing. We're about to start a prison book club. <laughs> For real. Send us all your prison romance wrecks. Please. I'll put it on Twitter. You like prison romance? Then send them to us, please. Okay, so that's I'm gonna try and read one of those that I bought this weekend and see. Basically, I wrote down in my notes, what are you reading this weekend? And all I wrote was hopefully any of these books I just talked about. So yeah. What are you planning on reading this weekend? Well, you know, I'm going to be out of town and I think I'm switching it up and I'm going to read some nonfiction books um, instead of romance. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm going to, um, there are a couple books I've been wanting to read. Um, so I'm going to read those. I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to pick up a romance until I get to, um, it happened one summer. <gasps> That's a good idea. That's a nice little Gasp. break. And that way you'll be like super ready for, Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, so that's my plan. I, yeah, because it comes out next Tuesday along with Sweet Tea by um, Piper Hugley. And then July 20th, which is that following, is that um, 
Andy J. Christopher book, Hot Under His Collar. So we're going from prison to priesthood. We cover all <laughs> facets here. We we just we we leave no stone unturned. So I'm very excited about that one too. There's so. been a lot of chatter about Hot Under His Collar. Yes. Um which only Good makes me want to read it more. Um, I've seen good and bad. I think that the whole priest thing is throwing people off, right? I think, yeah, yeah. I think that some people fleabag style are like super into it, and others are just like really have trouble, uh, given the history of the Catholic Church. And honestly, I understand both sides, I understand both viewpoints. Right. I'm going to read this book. So yeah. That's I where mean, I stand. Because you grew up Catholic, yes? I did, yeah. Yeah, so did I. And I'm like, no priest I ever went to in any church ever. Well, first of all, they were all in their 70s or 80s. <laughs> all the priests I grew up with. The whole thought is, the whole idea of being attracted to your priest is very, very foreign and remote because I was a kid. Like, I don't know. I just went to church because my mom was like, we're going to church unless you're physically bleeding. And even then you could probably just put something over it because we're going to church. And, uh, <laughs> you know, until I stopped going to church as an adult, but that's neither here nor there. I am what they very delicately call a non-practicing Catholic. Or as my mom says, you're going to hell. No, just kidding. She doesn't say that. Um <laughs> Well, I have a funny, so my mom is um, active in our church where I'm from. She like is a Eucharistic minister and she's, you know, she reads and all of that stuff. And she's friends with our priest. And I lost my mind. I was laughing so hard because she was like, yeah, you know, I was talking to father and I asked him what he was doing for his birthday. And, you know, he said he's going to Vegas because, you know, he loves to gamble. And Lisa, I was screaming. I was laughing so hard. I was like, he's going to Vegas for his birthday. And she's like, yes, girl, he loves to gamble. <laughs> and so I just pictured him I'm like full get up, head to yes. toe. <laughs> at the slots and i just started laughing non-stop like what a cool priest what a cool just cool throwing priest. dice and he's like papa needs a new collar <laughs> come on now he's at the craps table she's like well you know he loves to gamble and i said i did not know and I'm oh, so glad you told gosh. me because it makes me really love him even more. So, yeah, yeah. that's the romance I want to see. The gambling priest romance. Right. Or like in, um, remember those movies, Sister Act? When. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> I love those movies very, very much. When Whoopi Goldberg goes out to the bar and she's still in her nun outfit and she's just sitting at the bar and she's just like. <laughs> dancing and those other two nuns come show up and they're like oh my god we're here and there's a biker dude in the bar he's like if this turns into a nun bar i'm i'm leaving (laughs) it's 
so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb, but I love it. Um, okay, so but I am I am gonna I'm like you. I am gonna read it. I understand the polarization from it, and as a like I said, non-practicing Catholic, this particular book doesn't bother me. And so I'm, I'm excited for that one. I am going to get it and I am going to hopefully read it. Hopefully I'll be out of my slump by then. Yeah, hopefully. I think you will be. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> the first the step in getting the priest, out of your slump. Do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <sighs> But the first step in getting out of your slump is admitting you have a problem. So and I you've have. just done that. And I have. You've come clean. I have. Now, this episode is coming out on Friday, July 9th. We have a bit of exciting news to share with you all. And mm-hmm. of something else that's happening today, This the day this episode comes out, July 9th, Friday, July 9th. Something else is happening, and Dory, would you like to do the honors, or do you want me to say it? You should say it. Me? Okay, well, Dory and I have behind the scenes in between texting about prison romance novels and statue romance (laughs) novels and Virgin River and various other tidbits. We have decided to take this little book chat gig full time, not full time jobs. We still have to work, but taking this little book chat gig on its own feed with its own site and its own little corner of the Internet world. And we are going to have y'all this book because y'all this book, we are going to have its own (laughs) weekly book chat. And episodes on that are going to start coming out on July 23rd, Friday, July 23rd. So mark your calendars. But you can actually go to yallthisbook.com or yallthisbook.co. Either either extension works and you can look around the site now. I have a bunch of former reviews there and there's some other little goodies including upcoming releases that we're excited about basically all the stuff that we talk about on here it's going to live on that site now and other little bookish things are coming there and we are very very excited and we just want to invite you all to join us there um which was better will still be happening and there's at least four more episodes planned for this season um uh go ahead and say that probably not going to do a lot of which was better during the hallmark christmas season just because it's a lot and i have some other plans for it so there's at least four more which was better episodes coming out for this first season season one and then once that wraps up once that goes on season one hiatus um yeah we'll be we'll be chatting books every week over on y'all this book so join us we would love to have you yes We're so excited. We've been planning this and plotting. And basically, we just want to talk to each other about romances all day long. And we want you to join us. Yes. And the nice thing is, is we also have dedicated social channels for that. So we're going to be starting to do stuff over there. 
um, especially once Which Was Better goes on season hiatus. So y'all this book on Twitter and y'all period this period book on Instagram. And that's it for now, um, you know, other than the website. And so y'all can come everything is up already. Like social channels are there. You can follow us there. We're going to start posting on there uh, once everything goes live. So come see us, come say hi, come be our friends, come talk about inmates and priests and all the romance that you read (laughs) and murder. Just come chat books with us. That's what we want. That's what we love. So we did it. Yes, please follow us and please uh, join the party. We're super excited. There's so many good books yet to come out this summer. Um, And we can't wait to talk about them all. And then some of our old favorites. You'll get to know us both a little more personally. Um, This is going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Yes, Dory has some really great segments planned for our episodes, and we're going to obviously keep going with Get to Know Our Shelves and asking those bookish questions, and we're going to talk, you know, it'll be mainly about books, but we're, you know, life happens, books with a little side of life, that sort of thing, and so come see us, come join us, and we love you. We love you very much. We love you. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. It means the world. Thank you. It really does. It really, really does. So um, if you want to continue to follow, um, which was better, of course, you can always the... um, for Twitter and Instagram is which was better and the website is which was better.com. It's not going anywhere. Um, like I said, it's just going to wrap up for season one and then we'll be back next season with some new episodes and new content, but yeah, it'll still be online, still be ready and available to you. All the previous episodes. It's just that this book chat is moving to its own channel. So, all right. Well, um, I think that's it. I think, I think we covered it all, yeah? Yeah, I think we got it all. Thank you guys for hanging in there and listening. So we'll see you next time on the new channel. Bye. Bye.